Good morning. This is Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore team, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. As always, you can contact me, Lance Kenmore, anytime direct on my cell phone at 727-8977, or visit us on the web at kenmoreteam.com. Once again, I always like to thank John for hosting and everybody here at the station for working to make this happen. John McKay, how you doing over there? Good, and we don't work that hard to make it happen. It happens itself. I do not believe that because you have this big fancy board over there with all the lights and computer programs. And if you left me to do it, no one would be listening it's to us. It's easy. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I'm just so gonna easy. A caveman can do it. I'm just going to stay in my lane and um, <laughs> talk over here and work on houses. We'll let you get the production done. We have in the studio with us, our in-house lending specialist, Mike Denslow. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good. McKay, you can't say that, though. We don't want robots to take your job. Oh, exactly. With the tears squirting out of the eye. Yeah, Yeah, the the AI will let you do your radio production. That's got to be Lance will do real estate. I'll That's do like loans. the creepiest television ad I've seen in years. And yeah, no robots. Yeah, no, 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 no robots. I'm I'm just fine going out and showing you the house and giving you my opinion on that. For and sure. I was gonna apologize for not not being able to make it to the show the last couple of weeks. I know I think we did a rerun one week because we were both busy, and then last week is still busy, and it just sometimes you can't sometimes you can't make it. Yep. Yeah, I remember yep. talking to Mike. Mike's like Lance. There's no way possible. <laughs> <laughs> and I had done the same thing to him the week before. So, yeah, it is. Um, it, it's really that time of year. I was able to sneak away for Easter and um, hang out with uh, with my go visit my daughter up in Canada. And so that so that was nice. But other than that, we have been like, I mean, seven days a week. You know, I mean, I, I felt like I was waiting for that trip because I was like, man, I think we've been like. 21 days straight and between evaluating and then going in on Sundays is it's been it's this is our time of year yeah and I think Mm -hmm. on Easter I had an agent or two texting me (laughs) looking for pre-approval letters and some clients in from out of town they're like oh what day is it oh it's Easter oh my gosh I forgot I'm sorry but can I get a letter from you yeah I'm pre-approved absolutely well it it is that time of year when things are things are super busy Hopping! Oh, oh nice. There we go. Doing the post-Easter joke. Stop. I, I, I love yeah. it. <laughs> well, we always like to start off with our crazy national real estate story, and um, this one it always interests me to see these type of these type of developments. But there there was a five lot development. Um, that is offering what they call unprecedented levels of security. And this is in Malibu. But when they're talking security, they're also talking security from the fires that come through the Malibu Hills. So this is a 24-acre five home like enclave private development and the developers they really they made history because um, they hit the headlines and stuff they spent 50 million dollars to buy the 24 acres and that was the highest amount ever paid per acre in LA history and so they thought that was going to be kind of tough, but they're under contract. They have in escrow and are starting construction on their first $40 million home. 
But part of that security, um, in case there are fires that come through the hills, is they have an automatic system of water cannons that have underground water storage tanks, and the water cannons fire off and start soaking all of the surrounding hillsides and the house. That, wow. That we had a fire near our house last 4th of July, and my wife's a scientist, and she was like, she was already thinking, what could we do? And you're like, oh, we just have to build right around the water cannon idea. She she already had the idea. <laughs> she's on it. Yeah, but she's not an engineer, so she, we were just like, okay, but this is the idea, but we have not put in, we have not installed the water cannon. Until I read this story. Yeah, now it's going to happen. Now I'm going to yeah. call her after the show yeah. and say, you are brilliant. Just make um, it in the shape of a giant garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I was thinking more like Bellagio, well, like your house just fountain. right up against the Bellagio <laughs> fountain. And then all of a sudden they just start shooting. Your oh, yeah. that, that's pretty close. And so it is crazy when you look at um, what they're spending on this. They're also doing very, very high-end security, eight-inch thick concrete walls, um, and they're using the same security consultant that Jeff Bezos uses as his security chief is involved in this development, which makes me think... I wonder who was under yeah. contract on that first home or if that's just a coincidence. Um, something mm. tells me we might see a news story later on um, talking about Bezos' new property in Malibu. We'll see, though. The second thing we always like to do is temper that real estate story with some local news or some stories that involve house selling here in the Tri-Cities. Now, one of the very interesting things that people have been tracking is nationally, a lot of times people come and say to us and they're like, they're like, okay, how can we you know, how can we afford these prices? You know, the first time home buyer price has has gone up to now where we're looking at entry level homes. We're talking 200,000 where I feel like just Lance 10 years ago, we were buying 1092 Ajos for $100,000. And so it's interesting. And, and I came across an article where, where the headline was, the fact is home prices cannot outrun wages forever. And so we're starting to nationally see a little bit of a drop in existing home sales. Now, we haven't seen that here in Tri-Cities yet. So one of the things we're always monitoring is what's the national trend saying and how is that how is that relating to Tri-Cities? Well, nationally, Existing home sales dropped in January. So all of this data is usually reporting through the National Association of Realtors two to three Mm -hmm. months behind. So in January, this January, existing home sales were 8.5% less than the previous January. And so what you're starting to see is a small decline in national existing homes at average home sales. And so what that likely is, is there's a couple different causes to that, but one of those main causes 
is housing affordability. So the economy, as we know, has also been firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Unemployment rates, I mean, it was crazy. I think last week I saw new um, unemployment claims were down below 200,000 nationally. I, I want to say, I don't have the article right in front of me. I want to say, though, that I remember it compared the last time it was that low to 1969. So, you know, you've got the economy firing on all cylinders um, and you're looking at, okay, you're looking at what's going on. There's this gap to where home prices have increased faster than wages have increased. Now they're predicting there will be a little cooling off period. Existing home prices will take a decline Why wages catch up to that. Hey, McKay, 69. Was that Lyndon Johnson or Nixon? (laughs) Oh, you Nixon. Guys, you guys Closer are, to you, Nixon. You got, well, you, not, you, you weren't born yet, so I mean, at I'm least of, I was I'm around. Out, I'm out of my element here. Yeah. You, you, you're, you're judging, you're outside of real estate history and you're, <laughs> you're pushing me now. So, one of the things that, you know, people will say is, well, gosh, I'm seeing these headlines or I'm moving from this market. You know, what's going on around here? And so, one of the things that we talk about frequently on the show that comes up is we've talked about there being um, a lower amount of inventory. As But when people quote that number, it is the existing number of homes that are on the market. And so even with that being the case, what we're still seeing happen is that number is a snapshot. What sometimes you have to look into is how many homes are going under contract each month. And so you look at those numbers, and even though you've seen our inventory fall um, as far as the total number in a snapshot that a lot of people talk about on the news and you hear about, and is a great indicator. The other indicator, though, and Mike being so busy and talking about being so crazy, the other indicator, though, is that there is still 270 to 300 homes selling every single month and still going under contract. Well, new construction, how does that play into the numbers? Because I know the MLS, you know, it's got the existing homes, but not necessarily the new construction. Absolutely. And so what you see happen is that is that is not necessarily an indication of the total homes available because some of those new construction builds might never hit that number that you're seeing in the news. So there might be, you know, there might be 400, you know, homes on the market, but they're the reason the under contract number is so high because there might be 40 that were never even listed on the MLS um, that just immediately went pending because they were new construction contracts that never even got entered into the system. And so that's why you're still seeing um, a large, large number of sales happen every single every single month. Now I will mm. tell you though that being said there is still and that's why I brought up the affordability index there is still tremendous activity and pressure under $250,000. So I'll tell you we listed a home this last week and we listed it was in that price range of $185,000. And we got eight offers mm-hmm. on it. And so eight offers within, you know, within 24 hours. And so 
if you are in that price range, you know, 175 to 250, we talk and talk and talk about um, needing to be pre-qualified with Mike and pre-approved and ready to go because it is going to be so competitive in that price point. And I was, I was sitting here waiting for you to finish because I was like, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I tell people, just be prepared. If you're in that price range, be prepared that it might take a few you know, for you to figure out, oh, well, we're going to put in an offer. We can't see the house until this weekend. Oh, and then you missed out. Okay, we're going to go see it today, but we're going to sleep on it. Oh, then you might miss out. And that's okay. You just have to figure out the pace of the market for the price range that you're in. And then slowly you'll get used to that pace over time. Yep. And then you'll be ready. And the more houses you look at, the more you know what you like. And we're like, okay, hey, it's this size, it's this age, it's this style, you know, da, 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 let's go see it. Okay. And after you've seen, done that a few times, then you're ready. And right, the first step is getting pre-approved, knowing where those numbers are, knowing that you are pre-approved to buy a house like that. And, uh, you know, it happens every week. I feel like I bring it up every week, but it happens every week. I'm like, okay, let's get started right now. And then just as often, oh, hey, I just want to put in an offer and uh, I need to get it pre-approved and it's like oh my gosh yeah and, and one of the things too one of the benefits of going and speaking with Mike is is it gets so competitive when there's that many offers that you have to be ready um, to change certain nuances of your offer um, in fact you know the example I gave um, it's not closed so I can't give specific details I'll just say it went for over the list price um, and the buyers had enough savings that they were willing to pay a certain amount above the appraisal mm -hmm. so they were able to use a form so that their offer said hey we know it was listed at 185 it very well could um, appraise at 185 our offer is X 190 whatever or 188 we'll just use fake numbers but our offer is X and since that is, you know, X dollars over the list price, we are willing to say that if it only appraises at 185, we will pay the difference out of cash out of our pocket. You need, before you do that as a buyer, you need to have had a very detailed conversation with your lender and Mike at Home Street to say, can I do that? Exactly. You know, do I have the savings? Do I have the ratios? And so knowing that, you know, information is power in those situations, knowing that allows you to be really, really competitive. So, so yeah, get in, um, give us a call. Go to KenmoreTeam.com. Shoot us a message. If you have a financing question, we'll get you in front of Mike. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about that. We've been getting a lot of questions about contingent home sales. Buying a house contingent upon selling my existing house. What that process looks like and what we need to be ready to do to execute. Right here on News Talk 870.
Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. We've been chatting about the market. We talked a little bit beforehand about some of the things you can do to be prepared because it is a fast-moving spring market. Um, and But mm-hmm. with that being said, not all price ranges move the same. And so in certain price ranges, what we've really been seeing is we've been getting a lot of questions and a lot of people identifying properties they want to move to, but not wanting to move twice or maybe not being able to afford um, the second home without selling their existing. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things they've been reaching out to us about is, hey, I want to make an offer on this house over here contingent upon selling mine. What do you think about that? Well, there's a lot of factors that go into it. And one of the things we're looking at is, number one, the house you're purchasing, how long has it been on the market? Did it just come on the market two days ago? Because if that's the case, that seller might not want to necessarily, what we call in the industry, tie it up with a contingent offer. Um, They might want to wait and see what they get in the first week. Um, Or is it in a price range that has not been selling very quickly? So like we talked about before Mm. the break, if it's in a price range of 150 to 200, I'm probably going to be telling my sellers in that price range, you know, that there's, we're not even going to look at a contingent offer or why would we until say day four, because it's likely we could get multiple offers. Now, maybe it's in a price range that's six to 800 and average days on the market in that sector is 80 versus 30 in the rest of the market. Well, maybe then we could be contingent for 30 days and not negatively affect, affect your marketing. Then it really comes down to your house you're selling. What is your contingent house you're selling? If I'm a $350,000 seller and I get a contingent offer and they're selling in that price range 150 to 200 and they're priced right, I might only have to give them a 10-day contingency because the likelihood of them selling in three to four days is very, very high. Very, yeah. I've had this conversation recently with somebody and they were worried about their value and everything. I said, talk to your agent, but most likely you're just going to you're going to be under contract within days. Exactly. And so we've even seen contingent offers. We've seen contingent offers in the last couple of weeks that were five-day contingencies. I mean, they really said, wow. they said, hey, I'm going to write a contingent offer. I'm highly, highly confident in the bracket I'm in, the pricing I'm in, in the condition. Just give me five days. Let me put it on the market, aggressively priced, and we'll and we'll go with it. And so we've seen short, short contingencies. We've also seen the standard. A lot of people write um, 30-day contingencies. And so it's really is an evaluation of what you're selling and how aggressive you want to be on the pricing. A lot of people will say, well... Here's the thing. I think I could afford both houses, but I don't really want to do that. So I would like to test the market and see what I can get for my house. Um, So let's write a contingent offer. And then I always counsel people in that situation. How much do you like the new house you're buying? Is it your dream house or your perfect house? And if we've looked for, you know, three months and we found the perfect place for them, 
We write a contingent offer. The first thing I say to them, and how contingencies work, is you generally have a negotiated time period of between two to five days that that says, if you get a better offer or a non-contingent offer, the seller has the right to do what's called bump you. Mm. And so they come to you and they said, and this is a negotiated time period. Like I said, that's why I said between two to five days, they come to you and they say, Hey, we've received a second offer. You now have say, say it was five days. You now have five days to remove your home sale contingency and move forward and close my house within 30 days. Or if you don't do that, your offer is bumped out. Mm. So one of the things that I tell people that think they can afford that and um, are okay with that risk level is we say, get in and talk to Mike at Home Street. Let's write the offer contingent. Let's get you in there. Let's tie up the property, um, buy you a little bit of time, and then let's get you to Mike and see if you can be qualified to purchase this without selling your home. That way, if we get bumped or we get that bump notice, we can waive our contingency and still move forward. And so, when they come to Mike with that scenario, that's a whole nother line of questioning. Absolutely. There's plan A and there's plan B. Sometimes there's C and D as well. But in that case, your plan A is, all right, I'm going to get the house under contract. Then I'm going to list my house because normally you have to list within how many days? Generally, we get five business days to get the other house on the market. All right. So you get your house listed within five days and now you're kind of figuring things out. Um, But in our case, that's plan A is, all right, we're going to sell our house. We're going to buy the next house and everything's perfect. You know, the money all flows through. But yeah, Lance, the the key thing there is, okay, I don't want to lose out on this house. Right. And then we go to plan B. Plan B that we have in place is a smaller down payment because now you don't have all the money coming from the sale. And we're looking at debt to income ratio. How much money do you make? How much can you afford both payments? Do you have enough money to put down on the new house? And then you transition to plan B if you have to. And then you move in and you're happy. Then your house sells after. And then you can drop that money in or you can keep your money. You just do whatever you want. Yeah. And one of the things, Mike, I know that some people don't realize is in that situation, you can actually set them up to say when their house does sell that they can recast their payment amounts, Re- right? Re-amortization, right, is, is an option. And then what that is, is let's say you bought the new house with only 5% down, Yep. and then you made another $100,000 and you drop that principal in, and now you want your payment to be based on the new balance and the new loan term. So now if you did a 30-year loan and there's 29 years and nine months left and your balance is 100000 lower than when you started the loan, you can re-amortize and then have the lower payment. Excellent. So that gives people an option in that transition period for sure. Yeah. It's just, it's education, which I preach every time. Come in and ask questions and uh, we'll see if we can figure it out. Good, good information, Mike. And yeah, and the other thing that Mike said that was really key there is you have a certain amount of days normally to get your home on the market. So generally what we're doing as a first step in the process is when people come to us and say, this is the road 
I want to go down. Generally, what we're doing in that case is we've already gone out long before they found the house they want to buy, and we have evaluated their current house. What what can you expect? What's it? How much is it going to go on the market for? Well, and that's helpful because then that tells us how much they can put down on the new house, Ab- right? Absolutely. How much are they going to net? That's one of the first things that I ask. And so then, and a lot of times, we've even gotten the next step and we've taken all the pictures because if we do find that perfect house, um, even though contractually, maybe we negotiate for five days to go on the market. Mm-hmm. If we do find that perfect house though, we don't want to have any extra days that we can be bumped. So a lot of times we have the measurements done. We have the pictures ready to go. They write that up contingent on selling their house. Many, many times in that situation, we have the contingent house on the market the next day because my listing team is incredible with that. They always have a number of pending listings on their desk waiting to go live for our buyers that are in this situation. And so we can put the whole team to work for you in that in that situation. Uh, big shout out to the listeners last week too. Um, I it's funny when you leave the radio show. I had I had three different calls from people that had heard the show about selling and pricing property. Um, and so gosh, we really appreciate your calls from the listeners and your business. And it was just a lot of fun to talk to them. A couple people one was a second home that they had wanted to sell. Um, and so, uh, we were evaluating that. Another one was a move up seller who wanted to do exactly what we're talking about today. So just a lot of great calls and interaction with the listeners. So appreciate everybody calling and us getting out there and evaluating your property. Before we go though, we talked about affordable housing in the Tri-Cities under mm-hmm. 300,000. That market moves very, very quick and a lot of times that's where our lack of inventory is so i brought three homes my pick three today that are under three hundred thousand. pick one barely squeaked in there at 299.9 but this is 8412 lancaster in pasco this is a four bedroom two bath rambler in broadmoor place 2039 square feet formal living room formal dining room large kitchen and you get that split bedroom design so you got the master on the other side of the other bedrooms great backyard oasis covered patio with ceiling fans and that's coming in like i said at 299.9 Pick number two, over in Richland, 2416 Brody Lane. This is the Poplar floor plan by Ambiance Homes. This is a three-bedroom, two-bath rambler. Okay, now I know some people think I made a mistake, and they said he's not talking about new construction in Richland under 300, but I am. Mm. So this house is fantastic. Three-bedroom, two-bath rambler, modern design, great room concept. You've got a beautiful kitchen, walk-in pantry, also that split bedroom design. Just at 1,500 square feet, this is West Village off of Dallas Road out there. And that is priced at two eighty nine. Mm. Rambler, modern design, brand new construction, Richland, 
289. It's true. We can get you into, into that house. So give me a call if you've been looking for the right home that way. And lastly, pick number three, 2615 Sandstone Lane in Richland. This is out in Horn Rapids. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath, large corner lot, 1624 square feet, great master suite with large walk-in closet, dual vanities, huge shower, fully fenced backyard, out there, Horn Rapids, you get community recreation because you got golf, you got walking trails, you got community swimming pool, and that's coming in at 290. So three picks under 300,000. Wow. We are here finally. Lance is in the element with spring inventory. Three is the magic number. Three is the magic number this week. Folks, we will be right back here next week talking real estate. Right here on News Talk 870.